What up, surfs? This is Sports Lord Diego coming at you. Um, just want to let you know that this uh, new episode is going to be a little bit different than the others. Um, with the holiday season, you know, uh, the sports lords, we all have busy schedules and we have a lot of things going on. And so this week was a little bit of a challenge um, getting together and being able to record a regular episode the same way we always do. But we love you, Surf, so much. We still wanted to get you guys that content you crave, that sports content you just so desperately need from us every single week. So we were able to piece together a little bit of a different episode for you guys so you can sit back and enjoy all the sports content that happened over the week and the weekend. So that's what you're going to be hearing. It's going to be a little bit different, but it'll still be the same great sports lords that you love. And if you don't like it, you know what? I got two words for you. Get bent. All right. Just get bent. We're doing this for free. You get what you pay for, but you're going to like it. You're going to love it. And it's going to be great. So kick back, open up a couple Diet Pepsis, and enjoy a new episode of the Sports Lords. Oh, Sports Lords, Sports Lords, Sports Lords, you are my favorite show. Oh, Sports Lords, Sports Lords, Sports Lords, now it's time to go live. December 13, 2018, it's time for your Holiday Sports Lodge! God, hello, sports surfs. What up, surfs? Kevin just doing? jizzed on that intro. Ooh, just did a nice little jizz in my pants, and Got I'm ready to go. That's you know what that is. That's an MLS championship jizz. Oh, yep, that's cause... a special kind of jizz. <laughs> yeah, and let's just—we are honored to start the podcast talking about jizz. Yep, getting that jizz amount. Woo. You know, everyone loves it. Yeah, jizz talk. This is why you guys tune in, right? This is why anyone listens to yeah. us. This is yeah. This is why our demographic skews heavily towards um, octogenarian mothers. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's the brand. Yeah. I don't know. That's the term people use these days. That's our brand. That's our, <laughs> that brand. our yeah, brand. It's synergy. It's the brand. It's yeah. branding. Yeah. Yep. Um. But yeah, it's been. An amazing weekend, Atlanta, a champion for the first time since 1995. Wow. Congratulations, Atlanta United. You did it. Yeah. You broke the curse. You proved me wrong. Sure. And uh, yeah, who, I've been happy since Saturday. Who would have guessed uh, an MLS team would be the, the franchise that breaks uh, Atlanta's championship drought yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't have guessed it no never would have guessed it you know 
Atlanta's had a bunch of soccer teams before, right? We had the yeah. Silverbacks. That's right. Well, they were, yeah, they were like a minor league USL, uh, United Soccer League. Uh, they were coached by Eric Wanalda, famous uh, member of the U.S. men's national team. Sure, Back sure, in 94. Sure. Yep, yep. Jamie knows a lot about yeah, soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric Ronaldo. Uh, he's just not Ronaldo. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The Silverbacks <laughs> yeah, like, were there. And then can. back in the 70s, uh, the Atlanta Chiefs actually won Hashtag the North American Soccer League. I did not know about that team until I was watching the game and my dad on the text thread said, He's like, reminds me of the Chiefs games. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? They you played the only other team anyone knows from that era and that whatever is the New York Cosmos where Pele played here in New York. There's like a documentary that 30 for 30 did on him. It's actually pretty interesting. But in the 70s, soccer had like a little bit of a thing here in the States for a minute. And that's where they won. And uh, yeah, it was funny because uh, before, before the game on Saturday started, uh, they brought the trophy out and they had like two portland timber like honorary captains that were like ex-players of the timbers and they got cheered and because it's atlanta's second season there was literally nobody they could bring out so they brought back some guy from the chiefs who nobody knew who they were and nice. uh and a lady who was on the u.s women's national team at some point who just happened to be from the atlanta area and those were our representatives hell yeah All right I'm just glad we don't have a dumb name like the Timbers. Right. Am I right? Atlanta United's much better. Yeah. Well, actually, you talking about the name reminds me of a discussion we had. Uh, I believe it was while we were watching the game, Jimmy, where we were like, well, what if British teams imported or like European teams imported U.S. names? Oh, yeah, yeah. Did we talk about this on the pod or that was off, off the pod? I dabbed on names, but... Well, and, we were talking about it was about, that same night, so it we were, may have been off the mic. I think. Yeah, uh, you're gonna have to refresh my memory. Oh, we were talking I was about weird some devil's lettuce smoke blowing yeah, in my face. Sure. Oh, uh, we were talking about me? we were talking about how how it would be great if like British or European teams started like a basketball league, but they like ripped off American sports oh, names like we do with them. So it's like. I think the name we came up with was like, what was it? Was like, it was like the Shropshire, <laughs> Shropshire Jazz or something. Yeah, the Shropshire Jazz. <laughs> and like the, what was the, the other Southampton one? Lakers. Yeah. There was one that was, somebody came up with that was, because we named like the two best teams. It was the Jazz, and then it was like the Southampton. <laughs> oh, man. No. And I'm like, be trying to remember this all night but it was like whatever the other really dumb yeah. name i yeah. don't know but it's you know it's a fun game you can right. play the yeah. shropshire jazz yeah. the southampton uh the southampton chargers right That's... the manchester grizzlies <laughs> yeah there's a good one uh the the liverpool hornets <laughs> Um, Newcastle fighting Irish. No, no, no. That wouldn't work. That wouldn't work at all. That would be real bad. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, uh, tweet at us your favorite European. doesn't have to be British, but it's fun to say in the British accent. Uh, Fictional teams that ripped off. Because we do it in the MLS where we took United. Yeah. That's an English thing. And they've taken some... uh, Real Salt Lake. Yeah, some Spanish. uh, That's dumb as hell. Sporting Kansas City. Right. 
Sporting uh, Kansas City. A new team, a new team coming up uh, in a couple of uh, years that David Beckham is president of, Miami Internacional. <laughs> oh. So they're going to be Inter Miami. Inter Miami, and then there's uh, what's yeah, Real Sporting Inter. I think that covers it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was incredible. Uh, I actually flew down to Atlanta to see the game, and it was awesome. It was. I had never been to Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Um, I will say, if you're ever in Atlanta and you have a chance to go randomly to Mercedes-Benz Stadium for any reason, I highly recommend checking it out because it's incredible. It was really, really cool. The stadium itself, the facilities inside, um, the pricing of stuff is incredible. Cheap beers. Yeah, so, like, I bought, um, I was there with my wife and a bunch of friends, and, like, I bought around, it was, like, two hot dogs, one chili dog, and two beers. That was just for me, and that was $23 total. Wow. Wow. Where we were at Red Bull Arena, I think each beer was $14. Yep. So. Yeah, because most of them, they know they got you there. You got no choice. They got you by the short and curlies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So then they just rip you off, but. Arthur Blank, he's doing things a little differently yeah, for right. now. And I have a feeling that might not last, but who knows? Hey, Maybe we'll it see. will. And I believe that's they're also doing it at Falcons games too. Um, and the whole idea behind it is just to like get people to go, get yeah. people to come, and um, and it was awesome. So like, uh, I've been on like cloud nine since Saturday, um, since Saturday night, and uh, I will say everyone showed out. We set a record uh, for attendance in the city. I know last week we talked about on the podcast, like, Jimmy, you asked, like, if this would mean as much if, like, they won compared to, like, if the Braves won or the Falcons or any of the other teams. And I was pretty on board with a no. But actually being there with everyone um, after, like, the final whistle and, like, right before as it was building up and and being in the city afterwards, it really felt fucking awesome that's awesome yeah it was like it really like everyone was just so into it everyone was so happy like i got like a little emotional later like watching like highlights like like oh man like yeah we fucking are champions at something holy shit we're the best at something uh not the best at like blowing leads anymore because that's the last thing we were best at the super bowl blowing a lead so yeah it might not be exactly the same but like be actually being there in the in the stadium and being in the city afterwards it really did feel different it yeah. felt really cool that's great i mean yeah and you know beggars can't be choosers man that's a championship i'll fucking take it yeah i'll take it hell yeah i'll take it also is a great game is yeah great team it's uh they got they got one in. I don't know if they're gonna get another one because they're losing their coach and two star they're players losing a but, few players yeah but uh, um but already you know they they They've already lost their coach. The best player, Miguel Almarone, is probably going to Europe. Um, not guaranteed yet. Going to Europe. Um, but then there's a, they've already basically signed a guy from River Plate, uh, this club from Argentina, who just won a major tournament, the biggest tournament in South America, actually, over the weekend as well. Um, and he's already coming to Atlanta. My other son, Pizzi Martinez. Ah. Oh. Uh. Yeah. So many sons you have. Hey, I'm I'm uh, a, a Catholic from Latin America. Yeah, you know? <laughs> a lot of sons. Um, <laughs> well, we all we do want to just take this moment and be grateful to the universe, to the sports lords, 
above for this victory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I hope this snaps that curse. And going forward, um, you know, the Braves are next. They have yeah. the best best opportunity out of for everyone sure. else left. Yeah. Uh, I hope this like just leads mo- turns into momentum and just keeps it going for the city. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, and I I hope their stadium in Cobb County gets uh, destroyed, and destroyed, and they have to go back into the city. Exactly, it'd be nice. Um, yeah, that would rule. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. and I'm looking forward to uh, feeling the energy of Atlanta, a city with a championship, in just uh, about a week's time when I go down for Crimbus. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll be down there as well. We'll all be, we'll all be down there. Yeah. So any oh. surf sign in Atlanta, look us up. You know, come tweet find us, us. Tweet at us. Come find us. Be yeah. at. We'll be at uh, Centennial Olympic Park every day from f- two to five. And if you want to come fight us, we will be there shirtless, yeah. ready to fight. We'll be taking a few breaks into the <laughs> CNN Center to go use the restroom, you know, and yeah. get a you know like a Diet Pepsi or something. But exactly. Then we'll right back into the park. <laughs> right back. So if we're not there. Just wait. We will be there. You'll see three shirtless men, rather large men, and we In will be. tip-top shape. Tip-top. Three men with midriffs that are just amazing. Yeah, like three Adonises <laughs> just yeah. glistening. I'll be by my brick in Centennial Park. Do you have one? I have one, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right, that's big stuff. That is big stuff. They got dedicated bricks in Centennial Park. For those of you who don't know, it, the whole park is, you know, laid with brick, and each brick is dedicated, or almost each brick, and it's got a little uh, inscription for whoever dedicated it. Yep. So I'll be at mine. Come find me. He'll be at his brick. Since I don't have a brick, I'll be uh, just sort of roaming around drooling a little bit over by the fountains I yeah imagine. i was gonna say i'll be in the fountains. <laughs> yeah Jimmy will be, uh, jimmy's, jimmy's got the fountains covered yeah i'll be playing around in the fountains i'll be between the uh coke the uh, world of coke thing and the, the aquarium the aquarium and i believe they now have the uh cyclorama down there that yeah. moved it and the college football hall of fame is down there as well now that's too. right i'll be they moved it from south bend that's right i went to one in south bend it was uh, pretty boring, I think. Yeah. I don't really remember. But I'll be down there. I'll be ready to fight. I've learned some new moves. Um, I've been practicing them on the streets of New York City. And yeah, Kevin signed up for a Krav Maga class. So that's right. I want ready. to learn the ways of the Israeli Defense Forces. Yeah, those and, guys don't fuck around. No. Yeah. And I don't fuck around. And I'm and ready. Jimmy signed up for a judo class. That's and right. He's been learning judo. Yeah, like I'm all extremely, those hip tosses. extremely flexible. Um, so just be ready for a kick right in your fucking teeth if you come mess with me. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I was waiting for where the kick was going to go. <laughs> was in the teeth. Yeah, like I said, I'm extremely <laughs> flexible. <laughs> And I've been uh, taking classes with my with the Asian janitor of our building has been teaching me in the back I alley. Hear that guy's good. Yeah, I've been having to paint some fences and like wax some floors. Nice. He's been taking me to the East River has to he kick been the waves, showing you how to put the wax on and then take the wax off, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Mostly, mostly he's like he says like whack off, and I didn't understand what he meant. <laughs> yeah. At first. Well. In time, you so will. we're ready to go. We're ready to. We're, we're ready, ready to, to 
to interact with our fans. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, so hell, Atlanta's got a championship. That's great. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Falcons are they've basically fully shit their pants, but they're technically there's a sliver of possibility that's less than one percent chance yeah. of making the playoffs. Um so yeah, now it's like So they're back to being the Falcons that we've exactly, always Falcons, known and loved. Yeah, exactly. So honestly, at this point, now that college foot the college football regular season's over, my team is like officially, you know, there's a bowl game left. I'll watch that. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I'm like, shit, man, let's get spring training going. I'm ready for baseball. I'm Jimmy's ready for Braves. Ready for baseball. Give me my Braves back. I yeah. want my Braves back too. Yeah. I want my Braves back. Braves back. Braves back. Braves back. Braves back. Ronald Acuna. <laughs> Ronald Acuna. Um, no, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for the Braves to come back. I'm still enjoying the NBA season, even though the Hawks are sure. totally shit in the bed. But I yeah. enjoy ba- like the NBA I, I watched, basketball quite. I right. watched that uh, Lakers Heat game last night. It was yeah. a doozy. Yeah, yes. LeBron, that LeBron James is. Uh, I think he's pretty good. He can play some basketball. Yeah. Look out for this LeBron James kid. Yeah. He's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a good game. That guy's good. He's good at sports. It's uh, crazy watching him and then being like, "Oh yeah, that guy is just like a couple years younger than I am." Mm. Yeah, cool. That's, that's fucked up. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing. I'm. I, I still yeah. got a chance. You know, you always have a chance at the NBA. Don't let anyone tell you I, any different. I feel like all three of us could become like three point specialists. That's kind of always been my secret goal is like, maybe if I just, I could become a three point specialist. He's a three point he's, specialist. He's the slowest guy in the NBA, but he's a three point specialist. And the shortest. And the shortest. You know, <laughs> I could never get to be, I always wanted to be, I was like, well, well, maybe I could get really good at shooting. And it's hard. It's very difficult. Yeah. When it's I really played basketball, hard. I was not, I was just, rebound play d yeah yeah that was kind of my thing and then every now and then i'd get a few shots up but not often i was the uh run down and run around guy i don't know i was i was not very good at that i got better yeah but when i played in like a league i was really fucking terrible and then i started playing at the courts by my house every day with with men when I was still a boy mm-hmm. and that got me to be pretty good, but I still not very good. Yeah. Yeah. I never actually played any organized basketball for the best. Yeah. I was not never good at basketball. <laughs> it's anyway. a hard sport. Yeah. I still play in my neighborhood sometimes and it's still hard. But I like, s- yeah, going back to what we were just talking about real quick about like, or joking about like, it's like a real thing that I experienced and I've had this conversation with other people and I don't know if you guys have, we thought it was just like a thing that most guys go through. Yeah. Like we're up until a few years ago. It was like, you no. let me stop you. Uh, I know you're going to say, um, yeah, it is normal for your wiener to do that. Oh, is it? (laughs) Thank God. I thought you were going to say it wasn't. And I was, no, it's normal, man. Holding my breath. Come on, dude. Wait, you weren't going to talk? Were you going to? Is that what you're going to? I mean, that's one of the. I was going to ask about it later, but we got to it now. People, women say it's weird. It's not weird. My daddy told me. Okay, so like I should just tell my wife it's fine. Yeah, tell her it's fine and just shut the heck up. Yeah. 
Tell okay. her she can talk to Kevin about her. She's she needs to talk about wiener it. problems. Maybe you I'm can the be guy our, to talk you to. You can be our, our therapist. Or co- even though she's an, a real licensed therapist, but you can be our couple's therapist. <laughs> I think I am licensed as well. Licensed by myself. Yeah. I just get it. I get it. <laughs> Self-licensed therapist. And you don't know either of us at all, so there's no conflict of interest. No Zero. conflict. You're not yeah. friends with either of us or both of us. Yeah. No, it's all good. Anyway, sorry, you were saying. Oh, no, I was going to say, like, yeah, I've, I had this conversation with this with a few people, and I feel like it's, I don't know if it's all guys or if it was just us weirdos, but up until, like, a few years ago, and I started seeing, like, people that are way younger than me start to get drafted, it was always like, well... I don't know. It's still <laughs> open. It's still a possibility, right? I could uh, get lucky and yeah, make a squad. I don't know. There's like some delusion, like even in high school, of like you know, you never know how things could break. Well, it's funny you mention that because I've I've met multiple guys in my life, and maybe it's just more of a thing in the South for some reason. I don't know, but I've met dudes who have made the argument that like. Oh, anybody can become a professional athlete. You just yeah. have to like work hard enough. Yeah, I wonder and if that's like, where it got put in my head yeah. too. Because it's like, I've almost felt like thinking back. It's like I almost believed I could play sp- a professional sport at some point in my life more so than like comedy, which is like the thing I moved to do and have worked harder at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's like that's not how it works no i think it's the smallest amount of percentage of people that are good enough it's part of like the american dream mentality right all you gotta do is work hard pick yourself up by your bootstraps and that's not true in the it's not true in the american dream sense and it's not true in in the uh professional athlete sense because i could work very hard I'm nowhere near athletic enough to be. I could, yeah, no, I don't think I could be a professional in any sport. No, hell no. Like, ever. Like, even if I had worked incredibly hard my whole life, I'd still be like, well, I just don't have the physical. I could work hard, but I'm still not 6'8. Right. Right. You know, or like, I could work hard, but I still can't run a 4'440. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just don't have like the agility or whatever. There's so many different factors that go into becoming a like, professional. But it's athlete. a weird delusion that I think a lot of guys have where it's like, yeah, no, the door is always there. I was I was OK in high school. I yeah, could, I, I could I could, you know, step it up. And it's like, but there's top all American high school players who flame out as soon as they get to whatever to exactly. college or something. Exactly. Yeah. There are like dudes who dominate high school who can't even hang in like you know SEC basketball or something. Right. You know, so it's like no, it's it, yeah. But it it's a weird translate. delusion. And a few years yeah. ago, like I was like, yeah, what the fuck is my brain doing? Like, why am I thinking like, oh yeah, I, I got a couple years left, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I had like a one year period in high school where I was like, st- I got good at. I was an offensive lineman playing football, and I was like, oh, I'm actually, I'm good, I'm good at this man if i if i'm like six three i could probably play college football and for like a year i was like measuring my height once a <laughs> month be like am i gonna hit that final growth spurt that gets me up to like and you did and you're I, seven it, feet tall it, it was, it, the crazy thing is i wound up being too tall for football <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i remember I, I remember yeah. the reading of the story in the paper where they were like you know, exactly. local Coach, boy too big. Yeah. <laughs> Coach was like, he's got all the talent in the world. 
He's just too darn big. You're too darn big, man. Yeah. You're too darn big. Go get, go lose some height. Yeah. <laughs> no, Shorten my, my, my legs you, up. My, I remember my grandfather, because he watched me play football, JV, ninth grade. And I was starting ninth grade JV quarterback. And uh, <laughs> he watched some games. And I overheard him saying to his some other family member, like, you know, I think, uh, I think Kev, you think he's got a shot to play for Notre Dame. <laughs> it's like, it's like very sweet of him to even think that. But it's like looking back, it's like that is insane. That is fucking insane. I was not that good. Like, even like for a ninth grader to play for Notre Dame, because he probably was thinking in like old man nineteen thirties brain. Where he's yeah. like, in the 30s, he would have been good enough to play for the exactly. Irish. But now yeah. it's incredibly competitive. Yeah. I, like, never had the, uh, the arm strength, never had the speed. I mean, I was just like, yeah, it subpar like in all those. The opposite of Rudy. Exactly. Like, literally, your story is the opposite of Rudy. <laughs> and it makes me think Rudy's dad was actually a good dad instead of <laughs> a, a bad dad. In hindsight, he probably was. Also, like, in that movie, they make it look. The funny thing about Rudy, which is a movie I love. Oh, I love it too. They, ma- they make Sean Astin's like Sean Astin's like this plucky young guy. And then it's always so funny when they show the guy at the end of the movie and he's like huge. Yeah. Uh, I mean, right. yeah. he can't really, but he's like, he looks like a big football player. It's like still impressive to walk onto any team, but it was not like it was not little five, like five six seven. Guys. Yeah, exactly. And also like the whole story at the end isn't really what happened or how it went yeah. down oh but yeah they changed a lot of the details i remember that like someone told me like the real thing that happened i was like i, I was like no shut up don't also, ruin this for me i want to believe also the real rudy i think got uh he got in trouble for like a uh, ponzi scheme or something yeah. recently yeah i was yeah. gonna say i heard about that <laughs> yeah yeah he, got <laughs> <some legal laughs> he scammed some people <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean, like Scam the real Rudy is just a scam artist. Yeah, and, I mean, but and so is Holly weird by the sounds of it. Yep, exactly. They Lied should make Rudy again. too and see that side of Rudy. Yeah. It's like the Wolf of Wall Street. I just, but it's speaking like of bad. <laughs> speaking of bad, uh, don't steal that Hollywood. That's a sports sword trademark. Yeah, we own thing. that trademarked. Yep. Um, speaking of bad sequel ideas, I just saw a headline today that Brian May teased uh, from Queen. Yeah, he te- the guitarist from Queen was Ew. like, "We might." Did you? No, I'm just like I know. I have a feeling I know what you're about to say. It sounds dumb as hell, but continue. yeah. Well, he he uh, he was like, "We we might make a Bohemian Rhapsody too, and it takes place from after Live Aid until Freddie dies." And it's like, who the fuck wants yeah. to see that? Yeah, We're gonna watch a man slowly die. Yeah. That's the best part, right? Yeah, that's what people want to see. Oh um, my god! The entire story needs to be told. Got to, especially since people the first clamoring. one was so good. Yeah, I've know? heard nothing but fantastic things about. Yeah. It. Oh yeah, I saw it, and it was mwah, a piece of shit. Ooh, the chef's kiss. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's not good. But anyway, um, Rudy two scam artist. Yeah, like it's like that'd be great. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Um, like, you know, remember the Titans, if they did a sequel to that, it's like, yeah, you know, they those, those boys still turn out to be racists. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. yeah, going back real quick, uh, yeah. uh, not to take too long, but going back to like the Atlanta United stuff, I was thinking about how 
you know, being down there at that game, I mean, it was like record setting or whatever. And it's like, I'm sick of this whole narrative of Atlanta being a bad sports oh, town. Fuck yeah. Because um, it was like, what the fuck? That was amazing. It was like yeah. a record crowd. It was huge. They It was like the seventh or eighth time they'd done it this season. That's like more people than like normal than Europe. I mean, the stadiums in Europe are smaller. I know that has a lot to do with it, but even the big ones aren't that big. And people still showed up. And the weather in Atlanta was bad. It was raining and it was cold. There was nowhere to really hang out. The CNN Center, of course, is under construction. So, like, going to hang out in there to get out of the rain was not the best. The 30th That's what we ended year of construction here at Yeah, CNN it will Center. never end. But it's like this whole narrative that Atlanta's a bad sports town, I just think, is, is bullshit. And it's ridiculous. And yeah. it, it has well, to they, stop. They said it in the broadcast. Yeah, the we guy, all collectively groaned when the guy said that. Like, yeah. Atlanta. It's like while there's 70,000 people going fucking bananas, the guy was like, well, Atlanta, not not a good sports town. So people did like he was giving the backstory. It's like, fuck off, dude. There's yeah. a, that's like uh, they. Yeah, we were. It's like they do it to other cities. Or other cities have the same history, but they don't call it out. Exactly. And they tried to do it to Atlanta. I remember when the Falcons went to the Super Bowl um, a couple years ago. And there was like ESPN hired a quote unquote comedian um, to go down there and cover the city. And he was like walking around the Georgia Dome, like middle of the week, middle of the day, asking people about the Falcons. So for those of you don't that aren't from there, like... The area where the Georgia Dome or whatever is isn't exactly like where people hang out. No, it's sort of a tourist area. It's like where business people go to stay when they're in town mostly, for business. Yeah, and it's mostly parking lots and hotels. Yeah, but he was like going up to people and be like, "Hey, how do you, what do you how do you feel about the Falcons of the Super Bowl?" And he was getting no responses because the few people he was talking to were tourists, right, and weren't from the city. And he was like, "You see, nobody here gives a shit, and they're in the Super Bowl." It's right. Like, what are you talking about? No, yeah. like you, you, you just don't this. understand the city at all. So you went to the worst fucking place yeah. possible to do your dumb bit. Yeah, it'd be like it'd be like uh, it'd be like someone coming here to New York and going to Times Square and just asking randos in Times Square what they think about the Giants. And it's like some German person be like, "Oh, I don't know what you're right. talking about." Yeah. You know, yeah. like because nobody Giants. cares. Well, yeah, and it's just like the whole narrative is just tiresome, and I'm sick of like the city being shit on for no reason. Yeah, yeah, it did suck as like they. Atlanta United were like closing in on this championship victory to have the fucking announcer be like, well, Atlanta, known as a shitty sports town. Like, Come on, dude. The stadium's yeah. bad. Everything we just said. Like, why do you have to say that in this moment? Yeah, it's ugh, it's uh, yeah, it's like a narrative that's somehow popped up and people just just like. This is what we just have to say every time about the city of Atlanta. And it's like, yeah, every Hawks game doesn't sell out, but it's like they're rebuilding. They're a bad team, so nobody goes. The Falcons are terrible. Yeah, how are those? Why fucking, would people go to that? How are those fucking Celtics games attended in like I don't know the? Yeah, whenever they were at their shittiest. Yeah, yeah. in the in the nineties, uh, before they had to buy players to be good like right. no one was going to those. It was empty right. arenas. Yeah. It's, it happens in every city. Yeah. I don't understand why. Like Atlanta gets so much shit. Yeah. yeah. So fuck you, sports media. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Kiss my butthole. Kiss my grits. Kiss my Atlanta grits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's stupid, but you know what? 
who cares? Who cares? Because we... That's <laughs> the best. Jimmy's spilling some Diet Pepsi right now. I, I control the Diet spill. Pepsi number two that he's spilled. I don't know what... <laughs> you got the right one, baby. <laughs> That's a good method to clean it up. For those listening, he just took a, a used paper towel roll and just the cardboard, and he patted it on I the got nothing Diet else. Pepsi. I'm improvising here. That's fine. That's fine. Sportatorium actually is coated in uh Gore-Tex that wicks away the yeah. the liquid so it's, it's moisture really, wicking it's yeah. moisture wicking it's Gore-Tex covered in Rain-X yeah uh, but uh what was i saying before you interrupted me sorry, you were yeah. talking about your butthole and uh, grits oh grits yeah so put grits in my butthole um anyway no but it was, uh, yeah it's it's, uh, it was, it's, it's, it's it's cool narrative it's a dumb narrative but it was cool to see them pack out an arena and it just shows you yeah if you have like i don't know it, it to me it also showed me how stupid the braves were to leave the city when yeah. it's clearly like the city is like all the energy is gone into the city it, like atlanta as a place is like the suburbs no one wants to be in the suburbs anymore they all want to be in the city and that's where all like the young people are and they want to go see like a good sports team play, even if it's fucking soccer. Yeah, like they're into soccer now. They're it's a good sports town, and it's like a college town too. Like that's the other thing, you know. Like most of like UGA games, Georgia Tech games, like hell, even Georgia State now. All of a sudden, like they're getting big crowds. I mean, UGA games are always sold out, even when they're not as good as they are now. Yeah, like, you know, I used to go when they were like still like a just like a good team, and it was still packed. Yeah, well, that's the other thing that's always left out of the Atlanta's not a great sports town narrative is that you know college football is king in the South mm-hmm. too. So it's like I don't know, Atlanta's comprised of like you know Clemson graduates, Tennessee, every graduates, SEC, and Auburn, ACC, and basically, basically every yeah, yeah. So it's like. I don't know. It's just a different situation. It- Cut us a break. And speaking of breaks, we're going to take a break right now. We'll be right back. 73,019, a cup record, a playoff record, an overall record. They got their phones out with the lights. This is special. In front of a record crowd at the end of a record-setting year, Atlanta United in just their second year of existence have won MLS Cup. Knock, knock. Who's there? It's us, of course, the sports lords. Who do you think it was, serfs? What do you think's going on out there? We just took a quick break. Um, and to be frank, it's not the sports lords. It's a sports lord. It's me, Diego. Uh, remember the intro when I said things would be a little bit weird? Uh, this is uh, the segment where it's going to be a little bit different. So uh, I'm not in the Sportatorium studios. I'm actually in the... Uh, sportatorium annex which is just south of the real studio it's a smaller one um so you know if you hear some sirens or other things going on don't worry everything's fine it's just uh new york city's crazy um and i'm not by myself this isn't a bill burr podcast where i just scream into the mic for an hour on my own um we have returning champ original sports lordette uh, from episode four, I want to say, um, 
host of the Work It Out podcast. Find that wherever podcasts are available. And also, my wife, Caitlin Steitzer, is back to join us, everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Get ready, everybody. I'm fucking back. <laughs> Yeah, we got an, uh, we got an, uh, more X chromosomes in here now, all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One more, right? Yeah. It's XY for for females. I thought females were XX and... Oh, man. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. It doesn't matter. This isn't, a sci- this isn't the science lords. <laughs> it's the sports lords. Yeah, thank goodness that we're not on a podcast for pussies like that one. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the toxic masculinity coming from the lady yeah well women you know. can do everything i guess <laughs> yeah yeah that's right women can do everything including uh saying dumb things i guess <laughs> well no, I, I totally we're just kidding around obviously um but yeah I, yeah i love science i love science yeah science is great and uh, any people with a science podcast out there um i'd love to be on it so <laughs> the same way we need sponsors i i'd love being guests on other people's podcasts so yeah. hit, hit me up yeah i would be on a science podcast uh uh i would be on a former theater kid podcast i'd be great on that uh i'd be i do great on a mock trial podcast if anyone has any podcast about the only real competition i ever partook in which was mock trial i would i would do that great <laughs> diego's looking at me <laughs> with so much judgment like, yeah hey, our credibility is going down the shitter yeah i started I'm off kidding. i started off trying to pretend to be tough and then it very quickly was like oh oh no it's totally fine i mean I understand that because, you know, when you listen to this podcast, it's normally three alphas hosting that are, <laughs> you know, we've already talked about being in Centennial Olympic Park with our shirts off ready to fight. So I understand you wanting to just dive into that, um, which is totally fine. But um, in all honesty, the reason I wanted to to talk to you again um, on the pod is because... Because we haven't talked. We haven't talked. Since the last podcast. No. We, as husband and wife. We're married and we haven't spoken since because we can only speak to each other on mic. Um, <laughs> so how are you doing? Oh, uh, <laughs> hey, you know, okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> good, yeah, good. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not doing great. Oh, no. um, I'm very lonely. But anyway, not right now. So let's not get into that. Uh, the other reason I wanted to have you on is because um, as I was discussing with the other lords, uh, we both flew down yeah. to Atlanta, Georgia over the weekend uh, and saw Atlanta United win the MLS Cup. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, that was... It did it an air horn just go yeah, off? Yeah, a little teeny tiny air horn uh, uh, just uh, uh, came up, walked by. Yeah, you and Jimmy are a real pair of Michael Winslows with the sound effects. You don't know who that is, do you? Uh, uh, Police Academy? Yeah, from Police okay, Academy. Okay, okay. <laughs> Ooh, uh, yeah. Nice pull. <laughs> nice pull. I yeah, get it. We flew down um, and saw the MLS Cup. And I wanted to get your take on what you thought, because as discussed in the original episode you were on, you are not a sports fan. 
You didn't grow up with sports. No. You know nothing about sports, really. I mean, you've learned, Mm-mm. but ba- basically don't know much. Mm-mm. Nope. No. Very little. And, Still. And you were saying that this, the MLS Cup, this game we went to, quite possibly might be the very first sporting event you've ever been to. As an adult. Professional. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely... Like I, I know I went to at least one Seattle Mariners baseball game, but that was when I was in preschool and, and I was taken by my preschool teacher. It was like me and another girl at my preschool and it was because we were graduating. Without your parents' knowledge? No, my parents knew this definitely sounds like it's going to be a bad story, but it's not. Um, but I definitely like, uh, I went to this like really hippie preschool, but the guy who ran it like loved, loved baseball and he loved Mariners baseball. Um, and I, I, I went to a baseball game like with him. Like, I think, I think the reason I went to this baseball game was because everyone else in my preschool got to compete in a milk carton boat race. Um, across Green Lake, I, you know, if if my mom ever listens to these episodes, she's going to have to let me know if my memories are correct. My memory is that like there was a, a boat made out of milk cartons that all of the preschoolers got to ride across Green Lake in <laughs> literally made out of milk cartons. We made it. We were we made it. We were preschoolers and we made it. But like on the day of like the race, there weren't enough life vests Mm. so like i didn't get to go on the boat and i was really sad Mm -hmm. and i feel like the consolation prize was like mikey baby was the name of the teacher um is that his real name or no what the uh, fuck is going on (laughs) in seattle Yeah, Mr. A, Mikey Baby. Mikey Baby. There's a lot to unpack. I'll go the... to a baseball game with you without my mommy. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Jesus Christ. I mean, it's very uncomfortable to talk about it just because these days it's like, no, don't ever let your preschool child alone with a man. But uh, yeah, he was called Mikey Baby because there was another kid at the preschool whose name was Mike. And the little kid suggested, I'll be Mike. And teacher Mike, you'll be Mikey Baby. And it stuck. And as an adult man, he couldn't say no. No. He, That's not what's going to happen because was... it's creepy as fuck. <laughs> to ca- be called Mikey Baby, you know, you're right. But like, I don't know. At the time, as like a kid, you were like, yeah, Mikey Baby. Anyway, so me, Mikey Baby, and one other preschool girl, we all went to a Seattle Mariners baseball game. Um, I'm pretty sure I wasn't sexually assaulted. I have no memory of, of that. Uh, like, but that, that's the only, that's, that's, I'm just being, I'm just spitting the truth, guys. That's the only other professional sporting event I've ever, I've ever been to. I'm pretty sure. Just to be clear, my react, my physical reaction that no one could see except you that prompted you to like, you know, no, I'm spitting the truth. It wasn't so much that that was your first sporting event. It was just everything else. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the fact that it all started with a, a a milk carton boat race that I wasn't allowed to participate in, which like no no preschooler should ever participate. More in that. than that, the fact that you uh, a grown man decided to take two random strange preschoolers. preschoolers to a game. Not only is it weird and creepy, just like from people watching uh, from the outside, but also like 
I would hate that as someone who like <laughs> enjoys going to baseball games. Like that would be the worst thing to like take two kids who aren't mine. I think his daughter a- was there too. I think. Even worse. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, it was a different time, and Mikey no, totally. Baby was a weirdo. No, look, we're not here. We're not here to put Mikey to Baby on trial. <laughs> um, it just happened but we're not that's not the intent it's just like i can't not address it um i know it's so it's so weird to talk about like we would go over like yeah we had like there was like preschool like we had sleepovers at his house with his daughter that's weird right well if you were friends with his daughter then no. oh <laughs> i mean like we was like- was the wife around at all or was he like a divorced single dad oh my god or I a don't, widow i think he was a i don't know i don't remember um the mom i think they were divorced <laughs> she, she was there just in a grave in the backyard <laughs> i mean i really liked his daughter like we were friends when we were like over there hanging out yeah so okay so that makes it okay less weird because it's she like was close a play date and you guys yeah. were friends friendly but it was like a whole preschool graduation thing yeah I think. it's just very different from where i went to school so i yeah i don't know um anyway moving beyond possibly trauma that you experienced no. as a child yeah <laughs> that was like i i think i talked about this in the last podcast i was a swimmer in high school mm-hmm. but that doesn't count well, not like it's to- it was so different than going to the Atlanta United. Well, yeah, let's get to that. As an adult woman going with me, an adult man, we both consented to this and <laughs> you know, <laughs> are legally allowed to be around each other. Um, yeah, I threw it out there um, after... Uh, after Atlanta beat the New York Red Bulls, go back and check out that mini episode and mm-hmm. get the deep analysis of that game. Um, I came home from Harrison, New Jersey, and immediately was like, hey, here's a crazy thought. You want to go to Atlanta next weekend to see a soccer game? It's like the Super Bowl of soccer in the United States. And I was on board. And you were on board. And um, and so, yeah, as an adult, I guess we can really consider this really your first professional game because it's a preschool. I bet you don't remember much about that baseball game at all. You don't even remember if this man had a wife. No. Um, I do remember it was at the kingdom and that was right. uncomfortable. The kingdom was? Yeah. It like wasn't a good stadium. Because it wasn't the queen dome? It wasn't the queen dome. <laughs> <laughs> the kingdom was like toxic masculinity in baseball you know <laughs> the kingdom was so intensely bad it yeah. was just like the worst stadium because it was like the only stadium that seattle had for like every single sports team so it was like well the sonics didn't play at the kingdom they played at key arena right? oh that's true yeah so i guess minus but i think key arena like got built I think for a while there wasn't a key arena. Oh, they were at the kingdom as well. I think That's so. Probably true. That makes sense. Yeah. Also, by the way, uh, before we get into our our trip, congratulations as a Seattleite. You guys just got an NHL hockey team. Oh. Uh, we'll be joining the National Hockey League. Uh, how do you feel about that? That's cool. Great. You heard it here first, folks. Seattle's psyched for their NHL team. <laughs> yeah, I do feel like that's what like growing up like that sort of. 
I didn't feel like out of place being like, oh, well, all right. And I think there was team. a hockey team there at some point, maybe minor league hockey at minimum. But I, I, I mm. when I was there with you, I saw some stuff and I've seen some some of those throwback hats and gear on the many websites that I search for cool hats and fill my shopping cart and then not buy anything because I realize it's a lot of money. But anyway, uh, we flew down to Atlanta. You said yes. We went down um, and you attended you attended the MLS Cup final. Um, how was it? It was great. I was like, drunk. Honest, be totally, totally honest. honest. No, it was totally great. It was really fun. I was drunk the whole time. Uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but I definitely made a lot of noise. Yes. Like I more than normal. This is my memory of like what I was saying all the time at that game. Oh no. Oh, oh no. Oh, okay. All right. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was, oh boy. Oh, oh no, no, that's no good. Like, but very loudly and like not realizing how bad, like dumb. No, it, it's it, here's, here's like the thing. Um, and my, my sister and brother-in-law who were also there with us at the game, um, had warned me. I didn't think anything of it. I was, if anything, I was proud and excited that you were getting into it and you Aww. were enjoying it. Even though, uh, just full disclosure, surfs, my wife is a real life Linda Belcher from Bob's Burgers. If you've ever seen that show, all right. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they had warned me that, like, because it was my first game at in Atlanta for that, and uh, because it's a new thing, there's a lot of new people going, and it was like you're gonna hear a lot of people who have no idea what the fuck they're talking about when it comes to soccer, just screaming. So just like. Be patient with everyone around you for the most part. Luckily, we were in a cool section. Yes. A lot of Latin Americans around us, so they were very well aware of how yes. this game works. But I was I was happy to hear you getting into it. I thought it was uh I thought it was cool. It was I would have been more bummed if you were just standing like sitting down because we stood the whole time and we yeah. were in the in the upper decks. I would have been more bummed if you were just like sitting down with your arms crossed, like yeah. as if you were watching a play or something. Yeah, yeah. That'd be lame (laughs) like that was like something that like really struck me i was like oh yeah duh of course people like sports more than they like going to plays like this is more fun and you get to like be super drunk and rowdy and like like you literally don't know what's gonna happen this again like yeah former former theater kid i'm like hmm what's different about soccer and theater is that in theater usually like when you see plays right you're like "Mm, all right i can see what's gonna happen because first of all it's probably a play that's like an arthur miller you know play probably that everyone knows you know the only playwright you know all of those it's you're like probably watching the crucible and you're like yeah i know i know i know how this is gonna end but uh what great acting from you know Patrick Stewart or whoever has been put in this play, but That's in sports, Sir Patrick Stewart to you. Oh yeah, well, and the salesman dies at the end of that one, right? Uh oh, in the Crucible, uh, yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, in the Crucible, the salesman like definitely dies. You know, it's Arthur Miller's play. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, it's like you know some Arthur Miller play, but it's like in this soccer game and in sports in general, you're like, yeah, who who knows? Whoever knows, you have a guess that people do analytics but like you never fucking know typically i feel like i know what's gonna happen Mm. because of the teams i root for yeah usually you will be sad and this was a nice surprise (laughs) yeah so it's like i was like watching it and i was just like oh my god who 
ah, like anything could happen. Ah. What did you think of the? So because this was your your first professional game, mm-hmm. aside from what was happening on the field and the game itself. What were your impressions of like being in a stadium like that and around that many people and the whole atmosphere? It was it was also awesome. I I guess I like didn't expect it to be that awesome, but it was just sort of everyone was like, "Oh yeah, we're like instant friends right now for this moment and we can just sort of talk to each other cuz we're all wearing the same colors." And that was that was cool. People weren't rude. Everyone was happy. Also, you know, I would say shout out to Portland yeah. Timbers fans. They were very nice. They were very Pacific Northwest about it. At the end, they were like, good game, good game. Yeah, it was funny. At the end, they were congratulating. Uh, they were congratulating like me and some of my friends. We were all like in Atlanta stuff. There was one guy in particular, like a drunk guy, who kept like hugging us and like shaking our hands, like celebrate, congratulations, this is like great. Oh. And then the one taunt he got came from you. Oh, I didn't even mean it. When you were like, because <laughs> I don't understand sport, so like, I didn't realize it was a taunt. So it was like a Portland guy, and you're like, hey, I'm from Seattle, and the guy's like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I literally saw him like he was like so happy, and then it was like, hi, I'm from Seattle. Like in my mind, I was like, isn't this exciting? We're both from the Pacific Northwest. But Seattle is Palestine <laughs> to Portland's Israel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like he like tensed up. He like just like everything changed, and he was like, "What? Fuck you!" And then I think he realized that like I didn't know. Well, what I, I was had to doing. step in, and I was like, "It's okay, she it's okay, it's just a Northwest sports. thing or whatever." And then, and, then, like, and then it was like, "Oh, oh yeah, Northwest, cool, right on, cool." Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, and you weren't taunting him to be no, honest. No, like, you were trying like... to you were trying to be nice, but because of the passion that sports brings out of people. Um, I think he took it as as such. And also, we were all not sober, let's say. Yeah. Uh, let's just say we had a few diet Pepsis. Yes. All right. <laughs> diet drinks, diet Pepsis. Uh, no, everyone was like... But everyone was super cool. Like, all the Portland so people cool. were really nice. There was a lot of them there. There was like a thousand or so, I heard in the end, that flew cross country. And they were... They were very cool. So shout out to Portland folks um, for that. But, you know. Yeah. No, it's just sort of like um, sports teaches you a lot of great qualities. I learned. Yeah. I mean, it's like one of those things I thought, you know, not to get like sappy or weird because that's not what this podcast is about. But I thought it was like, I thought it was really cool and like a really beautiful experience to like be in that arena and like look around and it's like super diverse Mm -hmm. people of like every culture people from like all over the place um every socioeconomic background it was like wide array ages everything and everyone was just so happy and like so into it and it's like and that's like kind of the beauty of sports it can bring people together now if this this had been like a different rivalry game I wouldn't have been so nice to the opposing fans and they wouldn't have been so nice to me because sports can also make you an asshole. <laughs> yeah. I no, I, I, I'm glad you said that. Cause that was also another, like, uh, like there are just things sometimes that come out like in my head and I'm like, wow, that's like such like, uh, a white lady from Seattle, like thing to think like, that's like something my mom would say about sports. But it was like at the very end when, uh, the, one of the interviewers was interviewing, um, 
uh, your son, Mr. Martinez. Yeah, Joseph, Joseph Martinez. Martinez uh, and he was interviewing him on the big Jumbotron, but like in Spanish. And I was just sitting there and I was like, what a beautiful country of immigrants. What a beautiful time. What a beautiful, you know, like thing to be here in the midst of all of this hatred. And here we are in the South and we are hearing Spanish like on the Jumbotron. Like, and all night, because most of the chants night. are in Spanish. Yeah. I think I, like, mentioned that to your mom, and she was like, um, anyway. Like, because <laughs> she was like, uh, yeah, I, I know. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, because, like, my mom lives, like, in the suburbs of Atlanta. That's where I grew up in Gwinnett County. And it's one of, like, I think it's one of the top five most diverse counties in the country. Yeah. Um, it's a very diverse place. And in those games, again, soccer is, like, the most popular sport in the world, except for here in the United States. So it's like, yeah, it br- it brings out everyone. Yeah. Um, and it brings out everyone in Atlanta, which is really cool. And like, you know, Young Jeezy was there. Big Boy was there. Waka was there. Uh, Evander Holyfield and Elijah Holyfield were both there. It was it was awesome. It was like really, really cool. Yeah. I'll say like the one one final thing that I like was like, oh, now I, I, I get this about sports. I think the last time I was on the podcast... I took the hard stand that professional fouling Mm -hmm. is cheating. Um, And I still think, okay, I still think like by definition, if you're fouling on purpose, that means you're purposefully breaking the rules and breaking the rules means cheating. However, when I was watching the game, I was like, yeah, yeah, foul them right now. Like, obviously, yeah, don't get a goal. Like, I I like I think I turned to you and I was like, I get it now. I get professional fouls. Yeah, you insta storied about it in the bathroom at one point, I think. Oh boy, um, did I ever. Yeah, so but yeah, no, I'm I'm glad you had a good time and I'm glad like afterwards we were able to continue partying uh with the rest of the city who was going nuts. Yeah. Um uh before we go, uh getting away a little bit from the MLS Cup, since we've spoken last and I've forced you to watch more sports on television and yes. and hear about more sports on television but not talking because we can't talk to each no, other no, no, unless just it's like, with microphones yeah yeah has there been anything that you've any other sports things that you've enjoyed or anything that stuck out to you or anything you don't like just any kind of general have you learned anything new besides professional files um that maybe <laughs> you've that have come up since since then any takes hmm. any players you like any hunks? Any hunks? Uh, James Harden is always that's my basketball husband. You know this as yeah. my real life husband, uh, and you're cool with it. Apologies. Yeah. <laughs> no. They're but, struggling, is why I'm saying. Oh, that. apologies. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I mean, that's show. No, look, if you show. can marry James Harden, like, don't stay with me. That's uh, stupid. I, yeah, just bring me along with just, you. But I would like, bring you. I would. Like, yeah. I'll be. I'll be your butler. I'll you be your be guys' my, butler or whatever. You could, yeah, absolutely. You could. You could sit in. You could. We could watch. We could figure something out. And I my think... NBA husband is Russell Westbrook. Yeah. We would all date. I mean, really, it's LeBron James, but I want LeBron James to be my dad more than anything else. Aw. Yeah. He'd be a great dad. Because he's like a great man. Well, I think other than learning who you would date from the NBA, like the only thing that I think I've really like learned about myself is like um, I really like sports uniforms yeah and i'm very interested whenever i see a new sports uniform team i always have to talk about whether i like the uniform or not but that's just so that you know Mm -hmm. that's not just 
you, um, the non-sports fan, that's literally, like, that's me. I I get pissed off at certain uniforms or, like, when they change uniforms. You do. That's a huge you part do. of sports culture. Like, the uniforms are such a big thing. Because they're cool. Yeah. It's like, that's how you know which team is which. Like, I don't like the Miami Heat. But their uh, city edition uniforms, the Miami Vice ones, are, are very fucking cool. cool as hell. They're really cool. They do look like superheroes. It's they look like superheroes because they're wearing cool, weird clothes. Yeah, like they're the close athletes are the closest thing to superheroes. They, yeah, that's sorry, true. cops and military. Yeah, sorry. My, what you know? What went through my head, Diego, w- was like sorry ballet dancers that was mine <laughs> that was that was those are sorry dancers and opera singers yeah because they are, they stop crime and they well, like save like well athletes don't stop crime i know that that was the joke i was making to the people oh. that actually do do that not opera singers and ballet dancers well in my mind i was like well opera singers and ballet dancers can do amazing superhuman things yeah so but so can like navy seals and that's true but on this podcast we don't support the troops so it's <laughs> oh no oh no <laughs> i'm kidding i'm kidding blue lives matter i think i think i'm <laughs> uh i think i've just been caitlin just rolling on through uh paying no mind i've been yeah i miss my other dirt bags in here <laughs> <laughs> double down on these awful jokes uh i know yeah i need to take a hard stand no don't (laughs) be the good one in this relationship (laughs) i am already there Ooh, burn on you my husband uh that'll get edited out oh man um i just like i i like it i know it's the worst but I like watching American football the most. No, it's, it's, totally it's like fine. the worst. It's the worst. It shouldn't exist. It shouldn't be allowed to be existing. Like it's bad for the college players. They should get paid. Definitely. Like it's bad. It's like bad people running it on a national level. Yes. It's like bad people who are the fans. But it is so much fun to watch. Yeah. No, that's great. Um, I'm glad you enjoy that. Um. And that's totally fine because I like watching it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. So it works out. <laughs> um, no, but that's great. So yeah, um, I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad you had good things to say. It'd be okay if you didn't. Yeah. Um, oh, I know. I do. I We didn't get to tailgate because the weather was so Yeah, bad. that was a bummer. Um, but also it was I'm raining old. nonstop. Like it was so it wasn't shitty. It wasn't like a, a London or Seattle mist. It nope. was hard rain and the and the temperature was like in the mid 30s. So it wasn't was freezing. freezing. It I wasn't was freezing like literally it wasn't literally freezing no. into ice. But it was like unbearable to be outside. And because because of the rules of the stadium you can't bring bags in so it was like if you had an umbrella or anything like that it was like either gonna throw Lost. it away or just a pain in the ass to like lug around so no one had that so everyone was just we were all sort of just getting wet yeah so, so it, it unfortunately yeah we couldn't go tailgate because that's like a huge thing but also like i'm so old and like i already got like so drunk there is part of me that's like how would i even have managed starting to drink at like one in the afternoon yeah i mean you you pace it that's the thing 
Mm. You, you pace yourself. It's it's a skill. It's a skill I have to teach you, <laughs> and I have to get back because I don't tailgate that hard anymore because I'm an old man. Well, sometime we have to go to UT. We got to go to the University of Tennessee. Oh, yeah. I, I want to take you down to to see my alma mater I want you to play in the alma mater band no 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 I want to watch you play your instrument do the do the sports surfs know that That I was in the marching yeah we've I think we've discussed it I haven't gotten as into it um that'll be something I have some stories I have some fun things that happen we'll get into that down the line there's always dead periods in sports uh so we could fill time talking about that um, but yeah, I would love to take it on an SEC game because it'd be it would be the seventy three thousand people that were at Mercedes Benz Stadium this weekend plus another thirty thousand people. Damn. Because yeah, UT is like over hundred thousand people. But um, but yeah, I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad you learned about professional fouls. Um, I saw the light. I I was wrong. I'm glad you're starting to enjoy sports a little bit. <laughs> they're bad, but they're also good. They're fun. There's good things about it. Yeah. Um, and I like having you on because it's like, yeah, for everyone listening out there who's not a sports fan, you can learn and you can appreciate things even if you're not like an obsessive dirtbag like I am and the other lords are. Yeah. I like being a guest because it's the only time I get to talk to you. Yeah. I, I guess I like that. I don't uh, know. <laughs> Why did we spend all that money on our wedding if we weren't going to talk to each other more often? Taxes? I don't know. <laughs> to make our moms happy? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> also, Caitlin's mom, I'm not going to say your name on this, uh, tweet at at us at sports lords with a z if you remember any of the specifics of caitlin running off with some grown man as a preschooler yeah i i i'm curious or like like have i blocked a memory i'm waiting for one of my friends to say no caitlin we all went to i don't know i don't know what it, i like i'm oh i like i don't think it's I've okay been to a nothing happens it's it's totally fine <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I was talking about a professional sports. Like, I'm wondering if oh, one of my okay. friends will be like, "No, Caitlin in high school, we all went to go see the Mariners do this." That's a group. I've been to the stadiums for non-sport events. Like, well, and actually, I, yeah, this wasn't your first because we went to a WNBA game. Oh, that's true. We went and saw true. the New York I Liberty went, here. That with, was a professional sporting event. with future guest of the pod, Micah Sherman, our yeah. good buddy Micah Sherman, took us to uh, see the New York Liberty. So you had been to a, a professional, yeah. But this was like the biggest one you've yeah. been to. And was, when I was in preschool, everything was fine. Mikey Baby was a great guy. Nothing and we've happened. been to and we've been to several professional wrestling events. Yes, sports. Those are a little different. Yes. Um, the taunting is encouraged oh yeah but you know it's sort of similar it's still big crowds and hunks with their shirts well the, with their shirts off not with uniforms mm-hmm. some of them have uniforms but but yeah so i'm glad you enjoyed yourself i'm glad you learned some stuff about sports and soccer and i'm glad you came down with me it was a great time i'm still super excited atlanta's a champion i can't believe it yeah you were so happy it's insane <laughs> Don't worry, surfs. We're going to get away from Atlanta a little bit in the near future now that that's over with. Because there's nothing else to talk about with the other teams being total garbage. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, we're going to take a quick little break and we'll be right back with everyone's favorite segment. Damn. We'll be right back. 
Mic check, mic check. Hold up, hold up. Oh! We gonna go to the ATL with this shit right here. Turn up. Gang, turn up. Gang, turn up. Gang, gang, gang. Dab on, dab on, dab on, dab on, dab on, dab on. And we're back, you ho ho hoes. <laughs> yeah, good one. Yeah, that really was good. stuck it to them. Hey, you know, I gotta. I'm the Lord. They're my serfs. I'm kidding. I love all each and every one of you. You're all great, and you have great personalities, and you're all beautiful. And I love inside you. Like, and out. Kids. Yeah, inside and out. Yeah. Um, but we're back. And sorry for that. But I'm a little heated because we're at our final segment of the show, which of course is the dab segment. What's a dab for those of you who never listen to this, which I hope there are many of you listening now. Uh, dabs are when we, the lords, come in and we get off whatever is on our chest, whatever is cheesing us off, whatever is like ticking us off. We what- get off and we get off. You know what I mean? I don't know what you mean. Oh, I'll explain it to you after the show, babe. After? <laughs> okay. But anyway, so yeah, we we rant, we rave, we yell about whatever we want. It can be sports related or not totally fine. Um, but how do we know when one of these dabs starts and ends? Well, we know by hearing the official sound of the dab, which is... And that's the official sound of a dab. That's what a dab sounds like on audio. So even though the other lords aren't here, they've sent in their dabs. I have them. Oh, yeah. And they're cheesed. Oh, dang. These boys are ticked. Oh, yeah. So, Kevin, your dab starts now. What up, sports thirst? This week I'm dabbing on bad house guests. Uh, I was going to dab on something else, and then for no reason related to my real life, I decided to change it to this. So if you are a house guest, just be considerate. Or, you know, uh, just don't be a dickhead and realize that you're staying in other people's uh, homes. And uh, be mindful of that, you fucking douche. Um, just try to be a good house guest, okay? It's the holidays. You're going to be staying in someone's house. Maybe. Maybe family. I don't know. I don't know what you do in your life, and I don't really care. That's your business, weirdo. Just be a good house guest, okay? And happy holidays, and I love you, and never change. Whoa. Whoa, boy. You know, he's right, though. That's a hot take. But, yeah, if you're visiting someone, if you're staying at someone's place, you got to be a good house guest. You got to be a good house guest. They're doing you a favor. They're oh, my God. Like, don't be a jerk about it. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing worse than to, like, try to live your life regularly. And then there's someone stuck there just making your life a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Some people don't mind it. Do you know Couchsurfing.com? You've talked about it, and you've suggested we do that when we travel. Did I suggest that? I must have not known you very well I at that point. I would rather sleep I, in the gutter. You'd rather sleep in the gutter. Outside, covered in, like, <laughs> you know, rancid Chinese food that's been thrown out from one of these spots here in Manhattan. <laughs> Then stay on some rando's couch. Yeah. Or in the spare bedroom. Because all I think about are, like, when people crashing, when it's, like, couch crashing or whatever i think about uh, one of my friends from high school 
at one point was living in like a punkish crust punkish house or whatever of course like you do and there was some dude on a couch who like was shirtless and he raised his arm and there was a bunch of rice in his armpit and it's like that's the type of person i imagine like goes on couchsurfing.com oh my god i think you told me that story and i really still feel physically not so i don't ever want to do that oh my god and i and i think that was that guy's home so i don't think he was doing anything wrong besides being a shithead that's disgusting not my friend the guy that my friend knew. Yeah, the rice rice armpit guy. Yeah, no, rice. I think I suggested that we let someone stay through a different website. It was like war- Warm Showers is like couch surfing, but it's only for bike bike people, warm cyclists. Warm Showers was what Donald Trump was into watching. <laughs> oh, let him have it. I'm a regular Bill Maher over here. New rule. New- warm showers. Not good for the president. <laughs> no, it's like, a, it's like couch surfing. Racist. It's like couch surfing I'm Bill for, for bike people. So if you're like bike touring, you get to stay at places for free. I've done it once. And I think once I was like, what if we let someone stay nope. here? Never will happen. <laughs> but what is going to happen right now is Jimmy. He... The king of dabs. Oh, dang. Is super ticked. Oh, boy. And he's got a good dab, and it starts right now. What up, everybody? This is Jimmy with a remote dab. This week, I'm dabbing on people who walk down the middle of the sidewalk. I mean, come on, man. This is New York City. You know, if you're walking down the middle of the sidewalk, you're just asking me to, like, have to bump into you to walk past you. Half the time, these people who are walking down the middle of the sidewalk are looking at their fucking phone, and then I try to squeeze past them because they're walking slow, and they're right in the middle of the sidewalk, and then they get, like, jumpy when I'm squeezing past them. I'm like, hey, dude, if you walked on the right side of the sidewalk and didn't look at your fucking phone, you wouldn't be surprised when I walked past you, bro. God damn it. This town's fucking crazy. That's my dab. Yep. Yes. Oh, yeah. I was feeling that one. I hate it so much. So I am a white woman, so I love to go running. And I will get so PO'd at people who, like, don't, like, just respect, like, like the rules of the sidewalk. Like, there are times where I, I bump into people. It's not a hundred percent. It's not like my fault, but I I definitely don't feel bad about it. Yeah, we've discussed this on this podcast in the past of like how crowded the city is. Um, if you're ever coming to New York City, like there's unwritten rules. Not even unwritten rules. There's just called being polite. Yeah. Um, don't walk in the middle of the street. Just kind yeah, of like treat walk it as on if the you're right driving. side. Treat it as if you're driving a car. I don't understand why people don't do that. Yeah, and. If you need to look at your phone, if you need to look for directions, just step to the side. Oh, my God. You don't need to, like, do... If you clearly can't multitask, just step to the side. Yeah. But it's very obnoxious. I love getting stiff, and there's just moments where I... Throwing elbows. But you have to be careful, mm-hmm. because last week, outside of my office in Midtown Manhattan, I was going into work, and... A guy bumped into one man bumped into another man (laughs) and the man that got bumped into turned around and grabbed the guy's backpack and pulled him and was like, hey, man, what the fuck was that? And the other guy was like, I said I was sorry. It's like, did you did you apologize to me? And they 
I was late to work because I was about to watch. I was ready to record and yell World Star no! and submit the video because I <laughs> no! thought they were going to throw down. No. They didn't. And uh, But yeah, so you got to be careful. Like Sometimes I want to get brave and be like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to move. But you could pay the consequences if you catch someone. Because that's the thing. You never know what someone's going through at any moment of the day. So why be a jerk? Yeah. So don't be a jerk. Move to the <laughs> right side. Listen to Jimmy. He's totally Aww. correct. Anyway, we're gonna have an extra dab here tonight because you're here. Oh hell yeah! You ready to dab? You got oh. some. You got something you want to unload on? Oh, you know it, baby. All right. Well, Caitlin, your dab starts now. Oh, guys, I'm gonna dab on commercials that make me cry. Like I am over it i am like so done uh with commercials that are like tear jerkers because it's like i know that's what advertising is supposed to do so you like think about it and like talk about it but like fuck you guys you know it's like yeah i get it that player from the seahawks it's really inspirational and he grew up with his dad like training him and like treating him like he could do anything and now he does and like that kid in the neighborhood that was like a commercial for Gillette or something or like Nike I don't know it was Gillette Gillette. fuck you Gillette like you have no business selling that story and using that story to like make money and then make me cry and be sad for the rest of the day I I hate it I hate commercials make me cry the PlayStation commercial makes me cry the commercial for Fly Away Home, that movie with Anna Paquin and Geese, that made me cry ev- every time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I cry en- enough. I don't need commercials making me cry. Uh, y'all got dabbed on. Yeah. That's a good take. That's a good dab. It's manipulating <laughs> us into buying their products. It's ridiculous. I hate them. And a uh, hot take on Shaquem Griffin, uh, who's the player you're referring to, who only has one hand. Yes, he has one hand. Look, it's great that he's playing. It's impressive that he made the NFL. He did something I never could. But just because you don't have one hand, I mean, he can still run super fast and he's still like insanely strong. It's yeah, like but- if he didn't have one leg or a foot, then it's like, yeah, then I'd be impressed. Oh, don't you need that hand to like grab people sometimes? No, you just got to kill someone. You just got to ah. tackle them however you can. <laughs> There's guys who play with like broken hands and they just like put a cast on it and wrap it up and they have a big club. Well, that's insane too. Or if he was a wide receiver and caught balls with one hand. Or, you know, there was a pitcher in Major League Baseball who only had one hand and he threw a no hitter. That means no one got a hit on him all game and had well, a long career. That's crazy. Well, pitching you only need one hand anyway, right? Yeah, but then you got to put your glove on in case that ball gets smacked right back at you real fast. Oh, snaps. No. That's what Shaquem's doing is great. I'm all about it. I'm just mad that I didn't make it into professional sports as we discussed earlier. <laughs> oh, the truth. But anyway, I'm angry because I got a dab now. All right. And my dab starts now. I was going to dab on people calling out Atlanta for being bad sports fans. We already talked about that. So I'm going to dab on something that was just brought up last segment by Caitlin. NCAA players aren't getting paid, and that's stupid. I hate it. I love college sports. College football season just ended. We're about to go to bowl games. College basketball's in full swing. You got to pay these guys. They're all over TV. You're going to see them playing in all those bowls we mentioned, the Valero Alamo Bowl and the Cheez-It Whatever Bowl and the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl and the FedEx Orange Bowl and all these bowl, bowl, bowl. 
all sponsored by multi-billion dollar companies and you can't pay these guys? Come on, free education, get the hell out of here. You got to pay these players. You got to pay comedians too because guess what? Experience and education doesn't pay the bills. Pay us. Pay us money. You've been dabbed on. Oh, damn. Totally true. Look at this Democratic Socialist over here. I got a little personal there at the end with... uh, The New York comedy scene. And not just New York, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's bullshit. I mean, it's like um, my mom, my parents... My dad still is an actor. My mom used to be an actress. And my mom was like, yeah, actors are the only profession where it's just so totally acceptable to fucking work for free and like comedians it's like encouraged yeah like if you ask for money you're being difficult ah it's such bullshit it's such bullshit it's the same thing in the ncaa uh when players were raising a stink about pay us we're making millions and millions and billions of dollars for these universities and whatever and they're like we're paying you in life experience and education we're giving you everything you need but it's not. No, true. they're working. Yeah, it's not true. Pay, it's a job. Pay them because like it's they a get, job. They get kicked off teams. They get kicked out of universities if they sell any merchandise. If they make any money off of stuff, even though they're making money for them, it's ridiculous. It's the same. It's the same in in acting and comedy. Mm-hmm. It's absurd that people don't get paid, and and we should. Yeah, absolutely. Should. But um, yeah, not to get too personal with that one, but. I was feeling it. <laughs> um, but I think that's going to put a capper on this. Yeah. Now that multi-day recording, multi-host yeah. episode of Sports Lords. Well, now that I have that off my chest, yeah, I can leave this episode. I won't have to talk to you for, I don't know, maybe a few months. Yeah. And while you nice. still have the mic in your hands, do you want to plug anything uh, to the sports surfs out there and maybe pitch them something? Oh, yeah. Hey, sports surfs. Uh, if you love podcasts, why don't you check out Work It Out? That's the podcast that um, I co-host. It is all about trying new fitness shit hosted by someone with no actual fitness expertise. Well, specifically like trying like workout classes and different yeah. exercise routines. Just yeah. being specific so they understand what you mean oh, by yeah, fitness yeah, yeah. shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, Fitness shit. Yeah, yeah. Like trying, trying different... to sell this to get people to listen, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah, like we try different workouts, um, like different boutique classes or sometimes just like different weird workouts like walking up and down flights of stairs or like whatever people do is like their fitness routine and and then we sort of review it. We like talk about it. We like talk about any bullshit that's like connected to it we're very baddie positive um and also comedians so and we're it's funny. Like also it's also fun it's not just uh, a lecture yeah it's not yeah. a ken burns lecture no or documentary that'll put you to sleep no um so check it out yeah check out work it out you can find it wherever you find your podcast as well thank you all so much for listening to us uh, you guys are beautiful pretty Lords. babies you're beautiful pretty babies just the way your teacher told you. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Sports Lords with a Z. Tweet at us. If you want to tweet us your dabs, we'll maybe post them up on our Twitter if you have some dabs. But keep spreading the word. Keep telling people. Like our show. Uh, rate. Review us. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play. Anywhere podcasts are found, you'll find us. So 
Thank you so much for listening. Keep spreading the word. Uh, we'll be back next week with our holiday spectacular. It'll likely be our last episode of the year before we go on a little bit of a break for the holidays. But the guys will be back and we'll be back at it as we normally are. Thank you so much for listening, Caitlin. Thank you so much for regaling us with your tales of uh, your non-sports knowledge. Oh, Diego, thank you so much for and having filling me in. on. It's been nice talking to you. We'll yeah. talk again maybe sometime in a few months. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But thank you all for listening. And may God bless us. May God bless us. Everyone. Everyone. That's an MLS championship, Jizz. Oh.